0: Back at it, Brown. What's going on, man? Talk to me, brother. How you been? How's, uh, oh, good, how's life man. since you're back at it?
1: <laughs> back at it. So I was back at it in a couple of ways when you're right into it. So I am, this week, I'm back at it, Brown. And uh, <laughs> i back at it in a few ways. Back at it in the sense that back at training, it's, uh, hmm. it's almost full capacity. Uh, back at feeling good. Back at feeling uh, rejuvenated and replenished because of the food, um, because of the sleep, because of the routine, um, and it's just felt awesome. Like uh, checking in with with Nick this week and just being like, "Okay, how's things feeling? How's things, whatever?" Uh, mm. And it just felt great. Like everything, everything's been on point. Not like weights that I was struggling with towards last week are just like flying up, and I'm just like, "Okay, this 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 just feels nice. Like this just feels like how it how it should feel." But um, mm. it's interesting that it happened so quickly. Like your body gets a bit of replenishment, gets a bit of sleep, and you can kind of that realignment doesn't take long. You know what I mean? Like as soon yeah. as you, as soon as your body knows that okay, this is kind of where I need to be, um, long term, it's uh, it's happy just to snap back, and uh, mm. yeah, you just feel great. So that that's that's one sense in
0: which I am back at it, Brown. Yeah, respect. That's like uh, you know because you created like good baselines leading into Ramzan. so even though it comes down a bit is mm. your body's able to quickly be like, oh, I remember where I'm supposed to be. And then it just goes back to, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, in terms of the sleep, that's, that's one
1: thing that I was definitely struggling with. And um, especially with having eaten a big meal at night and then trying to sleep as well, it, it's, it's, it kind of bleeds into the next day. And then mm. you, you, feel, you feel a bit more during the next day and then it comes back, that, that, that recurring thing. Uh, carries you through the month and by the by the time you get to the last couple of weeks, the last couple of days, you're you are feeling it. Um and obviously the days get longer, so you're just like, okay, come well, on, this is this is tough now. But yeah. um yeah, the, the tiny bit of reset and um yeah, even though like the scale weight's not changed, I just feel like my my being just feels a bit more like, like okay, cool, this is fine now. I've got this. Yeah. You know I mean that, that, that's that's the general sense I'm getting from my body. And yeah. uh yeah, it's 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 cool to be back at it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Whole
1: new level of gratitude yeah, man, that's the world that's the word and I think uh yeah, like we were talking about before we started this about the feeling that fasting gives you by taking something away when you get it back, you're so much more appreciative of it uh, mm. and like you said like gratitude there I, I completely completely agree and I think almost uh, you're you're not happy that you had to lose it in the first place, but in a way you are, you know what I mean like mm. you you pre like you said you appreciate it so much more and you see the the value that it brings. So when you do get it, you're just like, oh shit this this is this is this is legit. I want this in my life and the the second kind of follow-on from back at it Brown is that I'm fasting again. So today is a mm-hmm. day where I'm fasting and um, this is this is I think I mentioned this two podcasts ago they're the, the like uh, this, the month after Ramzan is called Shawal and uh, mm-hmm. in that month we're supposed to try and get in six fasts across the entire month. so it doesn't matter when you do them you can do them like my mom's done them like consecutive days and she's done now. <clears throat> or you can do like me and like you can take a bit a break and then you can kind of come back to them so uh that's the other way in which i'm back at it brown just to say that okay now i had the week where like i said i felt good i felt good that i felt kind of that i was back at it with training with sleep with routine uh feeling good training good uh but now i've actually gone back into fasting which is something that i'm going to keep up <clears throat> i'm going to keep up year round i want to have it a day uh, one day a week where i just uh I remember what it feels like to to have not, and mm. that's gonna just gonna make the having that much sweeter.
0: Yeah, man. Raise those raise those gratitude levels right up. Always, man. Always. get that serotonin flowing through the, your brain. <laughs> that's
1: the one. Where, that's the one. it's perspective. It's always perspective. I think yeah. we, we touched on this. I think it was last week or the week before. We just like put yourself back in it, and yeah. um, we can we can't really create that environment. You know, I mean, we can't create an environment where it's it's uh you're going out of your way because it's just not productive, but you can kind of do it within your environment to the point where mm. I'm doing my day day to day but i'm I'm having this ever present thing of I'm kind of hungry right now i i want mm. I want to kind of I want to break and uh that's that's kind of a a metaphor for whenever you want to break in life like your circumstances will be completely your your circumstances will be completely different to mine, but you've got to know that there is in some cases in, in most cases there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel especially if you start hold on through that struggle so uh this is something that i, I kind of want to do for myself though because i feel like when i'm in when i'm in the gym and the reps are getting hard i always want to be like Look, as, as that time ticks by you're getting stronger and uh yeah. as those reps tick by you're, you're just adding to yourself and um mm. it's the same thing even though it's tough it's like you're adding to that mental fortitude. And that mental fortitude is is a is a, a resource you can then go and use in uh, in terms of kind of conquering the rest of your life. So yeah, it's uh it's powerful, man. Powerful feels good.
0: Yeah, fully man. Transferable <laughs> if you want to put corporate speak on it, transferable skills. <laughs> Love it, uh, love it love <laughs> it nah man i just ruined it i'm sorry man. i'm not gonna say that No,
1: corporate corporate wellness day like, yeah you yeah, just feel exactly. like we can take this skill
0: we put it into your wealth management agency like just, yeah. just like roll it forward exactly you, like, man. that's it yeah, but that's that's the point though right it's like uh, where have you you done something like good and helpful and useful in your life he's like oh i've done it in that domain he's like okay well is there anything stopping you taking those principles and putting it somewhere else? It's like, no, actually. It's just, you've never thought to make that cross-transfer, right? And um, I think um, I think that's quite actually useful for people to know based on some of the um, questions that we've had come in this week, which uh, which we'll get to. And, um, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's some good stuff. Are you going to do six days on the trot? Are you going to
1: do no, no, I'm, I'm going to split them up. Week? I'm going to split them up, yeah. Next one I'm going to do, I'll probably, we'll pick a day where I'm not the busiest of my schedule <laughs> <laughs> yeah. today, I can kind of see the tan of my forehead a little bit. I've been, I've been at the track in Leicester. Um, there's a track really close to uh, the gym uh, where where I currently work, and uh, I've just been there all day with clients. Like I took I put took my barbell in my car oh, took my kettlebells, uh, my bands. Oh, and stuff class! And just, like, get to the track, let's go, let's go, just let's play here. And uh, it was such a good day, such a good day. Very really awesome. diverse bunch of clients. Uh, one after the next, after the next and uh yeah had good time with them got got to give them kind of hour and a half slots and uh nice good time good time to chat good time to kind of catch up good time to train um and then yeah it was just a brilliant day all round. everyone was happy everyone was kind of uh, everyone got good good time with me this is the first time i've done sessions since we've since lockdowns kind of eased yeah. up and uh it was just a lovely day really really nice
0: fantastic man that sounds beautiful yeah. it was like sunshine all day as well right yeah. hanging out with yeah, people yeah. making change that's, that's 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 a, a damn fine day too
1: right man so that's, that's good people you know that's, they, you have these clients that, that I call them clients but they're just people that are just aligned with the things that you align with right and they're yeah. they're, they're with it enough to, to be like here okay I'll, I'll, I'll happily invest in you and uh, so you can you can kind of impart onto me and I'm happy to I, I want that transaction in my life so uh, yeah in ways that they're, they're very much the best kinds of people so
0: yeah, yeah. great day fantastic man that's good glad yeah. to hear it and like um was it? There was a couple of things that uh, we decided would would be good to talk about, which we didn't actually get around to last week, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And okay. um, yeah, so uh, yeah, kick it off, man. There was something that you felt like there was something on your chest, and like it'll be good to uh, be good to get it off.
1: Yeah, bro, you're right, you're right. So uh, this this was this was I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, we worked together when I was in London, and uh, he was talking about how he's had an experience with with uh, a a boss of his currently or ex boss now um and basically it was it was that at the top of the hierarchy of any kind of industry or business or whatever there is like there is the the one leader uh, who's kind yeah. of got the idea and, and set the business up but then there's also these people around that one person who are quote unquote yes men and obviously yes men i mean yes women yes yes people um hmm.
0: let's <laughs> like, your old pc yeah. up in here <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we right. Uh, just let, let's just keep it. Let's keep it twenty first century. Yeah. <laughs> progressive, progressive. Um, yeah, so it, it's basically that that thought that those people around that person at the top of the industry, at the top of the business, they serve. So they they feel like they serve a need, but really, what they're doing for that person is is on a daily basis telling them yes they're telling them that what they're doing is great what they're doing is is exactly where they need to be and and for whatever reason they feel like that's the influence that's the influence they need to have on this human being and the conversation I had with my friend was that that's exactly the what they don't need to be doing and in many of these instances the person at the top has got to the top 1 million percent respect to them for for doing that for putting the graft in However, the people around you, do you want to really surround yourself with yes men or, or women? Uh, or do you actually want to have people around you to call you out on your bullshit and actually drive you forward? And uh, it, it, it sounds like, like I'm picking holes, but really, it's, it's just a fact of life. Like, do you, do you want, even though you've made this great empire, this, this kind of very successful <clears throat> business... Is it that you now want people around you to just stroke your ego like those people could they be serving you in a better way? And sometimes serving you is not it well, often a lot of the time serving you is not telling you you're brilliant and telling you that your ideas your shit don't stink Right, but telling you that you know what you uh, you need to address this because it's a limiting factor of your thought process right now And going forward, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. So do you want that guy? Or do you want the person who just be like, yep, what you're doing is fantastic? I love it. You know, you, you kind of see these like, uh, these people depicted depicted in like shows. like remember Entourage, like, mm-hmm. uh, and there's the, people, the people that just kind of like, uh, they fancy it up and they make you feel like you're on a pedestal and they just build mm-hmm. build your ego and they kind of hype, hype men. And, um, I think, I think you, you got to be careful with those, with those kind of people and as, as to why, what their intentions <clears throat> and, uh, does it really serve you? So that that was the that was the crux of, of of the conversation I had with my friend. And I would just I kind of got to thinking as to as to how you can also be a yes man to yourself in your day to day kind of life mm-hmm. and give yourself what you think you need and almost let yourself off off the uh, let yourself off uh, and and feel like okay you know um, this is something that I need to do, but I can kind of let it slide and. Um, I can kind of be easier on myself. Is that really what you need in this setting? And uh, does it actually move you forward? Um, so, yeah, that, that was the thought process I had around it. Uh, and I thought we should uh, dive into that a little bit now. What, what do you think about that, Grin? Like, what's, what's your th- first thoughts uh, about the, uh, the, let's cover the corporate corporate kind of uh, example that I gave?
0: Um, I mean, that's a good example that I just filters through, for, I think, for the rest of life as well. When it comes to, on an individual level, um it's so important to be around people who just build you up but in the right way you know there's no false confidence there's no false sense of uh, things are okay there's um, something about self-esteem in there as well there's um, some interesting stuff where you know people will tell you that oh you know you're okay like you might not feel okay in the sense that if you're being honest with yourself you might just realize that um You know, okay, things aren't going as well as I'd like them to do to to be. uh, uh, Things aren't going as well as I'd like them to in certain domains in your life. And then when you figure that out, is like you need people around you to ask you the right questions around, you know, how is it, how is it affecting you, and where do you see yourself? What do you think you need to do about it? Rather than people being, oh, you know, things are okay the way they are. Like, uh, don't you know, grass is always greener on the other side. It's like Mm. that's not the point. The point is you're not happy with something you can feel something's not correct but if you're gonna have if you're gonna hide it from yourself and you're not surrounded by people who notice that either then you're you 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 can either end up in a bit that in a bit of a downward spiral where you just stay in that zone and then things can get worse for you and the worry grows and the anxiety can grow or you can just be in that malaise where Yeah, You know, I've described it before as well, where sometimes you can just find yourself in a bit of a haze where you're not really moving forward and uh, you don't feel like you're moving backwards. But because you're not moving forward in whatever you're trying to do, you are automatically moving backwards because life just kind of gets away from you if that's happening. So you've got no one around you to call that out. And uh, in a structured way, it's like you know, you, it's always going to be in a structured, constructive way. Then that's um, yeah, that's a problem. And then if you're doing that mm-hmm. to yourself as well, it takes a certain level of self-awareness. But that's why we talk about it all the time, is uh, building awareness, you know, so that you can actually make decisions which are in alignment with where uh, you want to be, in alignment with uh, how you how you actually want to be. And I think that's I think that's massively important. And that's why I find myself lucky, like you know, to be surrounded by people who if i have a thought i can get challenged on it and in a constructive way rather than what can happen is a lot of times people will just like beat each other down or they will just be like yeah 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 yeah, it's all good it's all good and and that's not and yeah it's just either way it's not ideal because you can't have anything constructive out of it and um um, yeah so i think i think i think it's a very uh useful i think it's a very useful thing to be talking about um because you're just not uh you want to be able to evaluate your your like sphere of influence and look at it and be like who could i rely on to help me move forward and build me up rather than um who can i rely on just to kind of make me feel good about myself and you know you it's it takes a bit of balls to be able to pull yourself away from people who just make you feel good about yourself when there's no justification for it mm-hmm. because that's always nice right but it's false it's a false sense of um, um uh f- kind of fulfillment and it's just it's kind of just mm-hmm. stroking your ego as you said and that's not and that's not helpful so it's just papering over the cracks so mm-hmm. what you really need is like no one to no one to like berate you and no one to hype man you up when it's not due. I'm, I'm a hype man. I love being a hype man, but it's, it's for the right reasons. Right. It's like yes. when somebody's done something sick or it's just mm-hmm. like, somebody needs a positive reinforcement or somebody just needs a little bit of encouragement to do something. That's great. But you can't be a hype man for someone when they're just like, uh, yeah, this is a bit of a, this is a bit of a shit scenario, but yeah, we're going to try and yeah, just like try and put a, put a smile on our face and be like, yeah, yeah, it's great. Everything's all good. Um, mm. You need, um, so you're gonna have to, um, ev- and look at that, and be like, where can I actually get constructive help from, which mm. you know asks me the right questions, as opposed to tells me what to do as one thing, and also gives unsolicited advice, and um, there's yeah, there's a lot that we could go into in mm. in that, yeah. and um, there's. Uh, but yeah just basically get away from people who just don't ask you uh, the right questions about where you're at where you need to be i don't like notice
1: how mm. you're doing
0: as well mm-hmm.
1: that's true man that's true I mean, there's a few things you touched on there with like self-esteem and ego being mm. kind of the drivers with these things and you can kind of, you kind of see it with uh, you, you watch you watch game of thrones
0: no nah, man, never watch it. You didn't watch I'm it, one of those. I'm one of those freaks. Good, I like it. <laughs> really? I like
1: it. I knew there's more reasons to to, to to why I liked you than I than I knew, and that's that's, that's oh, another one of. Uh, that's I, really, I that's, that's, did watch that's it. That's
0: genuine. That's genuine praise. <laughs> right there. That's right there. So high, man. That's no yesing. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> That's for you, bro. That's for you. Yeah. You abstained, and I'm
1: proud. <laughs> um, I unfortunately did not abstain, and I started yeah. watching it, and then obviously I got I got the shitstorm that was uh, season eight and of yeah. season seven. Um, anyway, the, the, the point the point of that was that you see it kind of in this hierarchical kind of depiction on the show, where you've got this king, and he's like a tyrannical leader, and he's got these like his 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 his, his cronies kind of thing, right? And they kind of some of them are just like like oh well you you want to be careful there like you want to you want to look after yourself here and be, be and then there's the other guys like no no the king is almighty is all powerful like kind of he can yeah. do as he pleases and this is yeah. this is the dynasty that ruled the world for a thousand years and all this bullshit and yeah. uh you need to basically and like those people never last you know because I mean? like you start leaning on those people and they're the flakes you know they're the ones that will kind yeah. of run at the first first sign of danger because they build themselves so high and then you look mm-hmm. behind the curtain, and there's just like a man pulling strings. It's like, oh, you ain't nothing, man. Like you're actually just, a, you're just a paper man. Whereas the other person yeah. is, is actually there for your best interests, and yeah. um, yeah, that's the person you want to hang your hat on, and you you want to make sure that they, they've they've got your back. You know what I mean? That even though it doesn't seem like it, it's like it's like your mum, isn't there to. To tell you that this, the world isn't like back to that Rocky poster, right? The world isn't the world isn't <laughs> sunshine and rainbows, right? No, no. yeah, brilliant impression from last week.
0: <laughs> but every time you mention it, all I want to do is go, "Who knows sunshine and rainbows?" I just want to get into it every I, time.
1: I, That's imprinted in my mind. That, that voice <laughs> is imprinted in here. You know what I mean? When. Uh... <laughs> so good it's so oh, good fantastic. that was a highlight highlight of this uh, of this podcast so far is you just busted out this
0: i'll <laughs> I, I tell yeah. you what what we'll do is we'll find we'll find a theme each each week where i can riff off these monologues because i realize i know like six off the top of my head is like uh, we'll, we'll do rocky one day when you know life's tough yeah. uh, we'll yeah. do al pacino any given sunday we'll do al pacino's yeah. set of a woman as well It's oh, about integrity it uh yeah, we'll man. do good old hunting when you know you're pissed at the system Ooh. or something and we'll just do a riff there and then uh what else is that jack vehicle said you one. can't handle the truth it's special, like that whole special. that whole riff i'll try and do the voices just as well <laughs>
1: these, these powerful humans you're just channeling for your inner being yeah? Love <laughs> yeah, it. Love exactly. it. just rise it up with yeah, this yeah al Pacino fury yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly with that with that <laughs> rusky voice
1: yeah that rasp it's yeah, man. it's pretty. It he speaks the truth, and yeah, just kind of transitioning back. Like th- that's that's the person that in that in Rocky, that he what mm. he's doing is telling the cold hard truth. And yeah. however it's delivered, that's however you perceive it to be, that's how it is. You know what I mean? Like you mm. can you can think of it as like Rosie and Dandy, but is it actually Rosie and Dandy, or I'm like is this person actually chatting the truth and trying to kind of help you in the long run? Whereas mm. uh, the things that are stopping you receiving that truth are often your ego and your perspective and uh these people around you are kind of being that yes people they're they're doing nothing but kind of shrouding you from the actual truth um mm-hmm. and we wanted to segue i think <coughs> before this we wanted to segue this into when we coach our clients and you mm-hmm. had some interesting points on that as well bro
0: yeah that was like um actually also what you said that made me think about um actually what happens in the brain as well where we're overly optimistic and i think it ties in as well but i'll come to i'll come yeah. back to that sure, and sure. Uh, uh but yeah when it come, ties into clients as well because on, again on every level um it, it certainly applies here as well so you can pick up uh people can pick up a trainer or people can pick up a coach who's uh you know they've hired them because they've got a goal they want to achieve, and this, um, they know that this, per- this at least this person is supposed to be, able to help them get to that end goal, right? But then along the way, you're gonna you're gonna be met with some challenges. It's, it's the whole point. If you're somewhere where you don't want to be, and you're trying to get somewhere where you're not, um, but is where you want to be, that's that's a journey, right? There's there's a struggle there because you have to you have to be conscious of the journey, and that takes a lot of thought, and that's why you hire someone as well because they guide you through that. And then, so when you meet those challenges, a lot of the times you don't really want to face them as well. I mean, like you can, sp- I can speak about it from personal experience, and and then coming to some realizations with having the right people around me, and also just like having that self awareness. But then um, can see it when um, when clients are on that journey as well. It's like you start talking to them about something, and then a little bit of tension arises, and um, and it's just because like the topic is uh, is sensitive for them and uh, but where it's sensitive is where you're going to make the most change where Mm. you're feeling the most vulnerable is where you're going to make the most change so you cannot shy away from that because you have to as you said go through the fire to become the weapon you said that last week that was sick and you like to go through the fire you're burning right but that thing that's burning you is the thing that's making you the sharp strong weapon that you're going to come Mm. out being so you have to have people that shine a light on that and they got to be able to do it and in a way that resonates and and is like okay look you know it could be an uncomfortable thing but we need to be able to address this so you can get to where you want to be and that's where also having somebody who's going to keep you accountable to that vision that you have for yourself is super super important and because it can get uncomfortable there's plenty of trainers out there. And it's like, in a lot of cases, not through any fault of their own, because it takes a while to figure this stuff out. And it takes a while to figure out that you've got to hold that space where there is that tension, because that's where the change is made. But because we're also mm-hmm. like, you know, we do this because we want to help people live a better life. And when you do that, um, you're automatically wanting to comfort people as well. But, Again, we talk about it all the time. You've got to go through the fire. You've got to be uncomfortable to make that change. So you have to have somebody who's willing to hold that space with you and is going to make you feel uncomfortable. But that's purely because it's driven out pure love and pure respect for your goal and for your vision for yourself so that you can move forward. And so if you're there and your coach is just like a yes person and you get to a point where, you know, they they might. They might touch the surface of something that might be sensitive for you it could be like eating habits uh, it mm. could be how much you're training it could be stress and stuff like that anything that might be holding you back and um and then you know you might get like the individual might be defensive about it and that's completely fine but then you know we we've got to delve into that a little bit and understand why that's going on mm. but um, but if at the first like you get the first hurdle and then you're not going to jump over it then we're going to spend way too much trying to jump that first hurdle when two, three weeks down the line. If we did that right now, we're we're halfway down the track instead. And we're much better off. And instead, we're tackling the second, third, fourth thing instead of still being stuck on the first thing. And you're that much further along having also, I mean, because it's a compounding effect as well. It's like when you tackle one problem, you realize you have the capacity to do that. And that feeds your ability to tackle the next problem and fuel that ability and it gives you the fire and it gives you that um, forward movement and it gives you that um, reward uh, hit and that keeps you moving forward. Whereas if you're not going to have somebody who uh, does that for you, who holds you in that space and ho- like is... Comfortable with being uncomfortable, you're not going to make mm. the change that you need to make. So, you can't be surrounded by, you can't be hiring a coach where ultimately, like in the beginning, it can feel like uh, it's the right choice. And, but then somewhere down the track, if they're not helping you through that plateau, or if you know, you start to pay attention to how they're uh, potentially coaching you and you realize actually they're not holding me accountable the way I need to be held accountable, and that's a safe space for you but it's not a good space if you actually got somewhere you want to get to you know you want to be in embody the physical body that you've always uh, desired to have and uh, so that's not a, it's not a good place to be you need somebody who's going to be able to shine that light and sh- uh, on on the issue so that you can move through that issue and get to get to where you want to be
1: mm, i like you i like you man i just kind of had the vision when you were talking there of almost like a kind of a traveler and uh, the kind of at a, at a kind of a desert and they see, they mm. see the distant, distant kind of uh, town or whatever. Mm. And they meet another traveler. And the other traveler is, is somebody who can help shine the light. And he's kind of shining it at the town. But he shines it kind of in the, in the near ground. And there's loads of like a jungle you kind of got to get through. And like that, right. that, that is the way, that's the relationship this needs to be. Mm. Like, I can I can show you because I've been through that jungle. I can guide you through it. But it's got to be in a way that that's not going to be forgiving. So I can't really be forgiving yeah. to get you through this i've, I've got to show empathy because i know you've never been through the jungle exactly. before. but i've got to show <laughs> you that this is actually the path like this is actually the path you need to go through this and i can't just mollycoddle you and expect that that jungle is not going to eat you alive like, it will you know what i mean that, that yeah. that's what it does um and if you if you are serious about having a goal then this is the burning that you have to go through you know what i mean like this is completely completely intrinsically tied to it and um i, I said it earlier but uh I think reframing, reframing that, that difficulty. You know what I mean, the reframing that, that is, is so necessary. Like when you're in the gym and you're feeling that, that pain kind of coming through and you're yeah. seeing it as pain, you're seeing it as, as like, Oh, this is damaging me. It's, it's no, it's not damaging you. It's actually building you up. And the fact yeah. that you're as a person facing that thing that you feel in another day, you would have got a yes person to kind of just like, yeah, yeah it's fine. Don't worry about it. it should yeah. making you kind of avoid the situation today you're facing it in itself that's growth in itself yes. that's inside intrinsically you're developing as a person who's not aligned with being okay with less like the yeah. goal is always an achievement it's a more it's a it's a, it's a next step on the rung of the ladder mm-hmm. that is that is what you've initially aligned yourself with that's why you've got a coach or that's where you've got somebody plus you've got people around you push you forward so you having any kind of like yes person tell you that it's okay and whatever it's immediate misalignment and it's like catch that in the bud whereas yeah. you start doing those reps you start kind of being that person all of a sudden you're less inclined like you said to use this fire to to quell other to, to kind of sorry to use this uh, um strength to um to take out other fires in your life Whereas mm-hmm. all you'll be probably doing is slowly setting other fires, and then you won't have any fuel to put them out with. You know what I mean, that, yep. that's you've got to you've got to see yourself as, um, like you said, tying it from one thing to the next to the next. And when you mm-hmm. start, when you have the confidence to uh, to align with yourself and to actually be true to yourself, and then uh, go through that, go through that one difficult experience, that one difficult ordeal, it really just allows you to access other things much much easier. And like the way my mind's working right now with with studying training and studying exercise it's, it's, it's similar to like the first time you hit a stretch but you'll know this because because your are kind of um background with working with the nervous system working with stretching working with mobility um is one that it's painful you know i mean like you you mm-hmm. you don't feel right when you when you sit in a kind of a pigeon pose glute stretch for the first time mm-hmm. you're just like this ain't nice like, you know, especially <laughs> especially after a whole day of maybe sitting down this is just not a nice place to be however you stick it out, you know it's a good thing for you, and all of a sudden you can squat as to grass or you can do a lunge or you can do the next thing. And it's like, okay, I access this through doing that that painful thing. So mm-hmm. let me do more painful things. Let me do more kind of correct painful things and uh, yep. maybe I'll be able to access more of my life as a result.
0: Yeah, completely, man. And um, I mean, I'll use myself as an example there because um, Google Photos, again, does that thing of uh, on this day in 2014 or whenever the hell it was, right? Um, Something came up last week and it was me. I don't know if we talked about it last time, but it was just basically, it was me um, doing a, like mobilizing myself so I can get into the bottom of a squat and um, doing some mobility work as well to be able to do a pistol. And, um, what's crazy is so at the time, so if it was like six years ago, I'd be 28, right? <clears throat> 27, 28. And, uh, and so when I look at the squat picture is like, I'm just about as to grasp, but I'm really leaning forward to try and make right. myself hold the posture. And what's amazing is because of that prerequisite work that I've done then, um, right now I could jump out of bed and I could be sitting in a squat and in better posture than after I had fully mobilized it um, and did everything I possibly could to be in a good position six years ago. And it was the same with the pistol as well. So I was doing the pistol. I've got like my arms up in the air, my toes are lifting up and I've just about managed to hold it. And then now is the same thing is like, and just to prove it, I did it the other day as well. It's like, I saw that picture, but it's like, I feel like I can do that just getting out of bed now. So when I woke up the other morning, I got out of bed got into a pistol and I was like yep I can do that (laughs) I can just walk out of bed and uh, get out of bed and I can just stand there and I can just get myself into a pistol and that's because I've done that prerequisite work and I've gone through having to do all of that and so that I can hold on to that level of uh, mobility stability and strength in that position and not have to worry about doing it ever again in a way so Mm. that's what you get when you go through the fire you're able to access something and then in a way you're almost in a position to be able to take it for granted because and then how can you even how can you ever imagine that you'd be in a position where you take that kind of thing for granted when you never even knew you could do it in the first place right mm. when you started out on that journey so it's a beautiful thing about having those kinds of reminders come up because you're like oh crap this is where i came from I don't even like you almost don't even remember being there. But when you're reminded, like, oh, yeah, I remember what I went through. I was training like four times a week just to be able to get into that position. And it's not about just getting into the position because what does it represent? It represents good control over my joints. It represents good joint health, in theory, when you've done it properly. It represents good um, um, stable base and it represents uh, the ability to. Uh, handle movement through a full range of your joints as well, which not a lot of people end up having access to by the time they get to, you know, even my age as well, let alone in their forties and fifties. So if you're able to do the work now, you will thank your future self will thank you for it uh, to the extent Mm -hmm. where you probably, you could even take it for granted and not even just forget that that's your new baseline. So you have to, yeah, you have to want to, you you have to want to be able to like take that, um, Uh, Experience and Mm. and use it to uh, create that new baseline for yourself.
1: Too right, man. Too right. That's that's such a legit story because I I can I can one hundred percent resonate with that. And Mm. uh, it's 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 like what you're seeing in my my eyes now is we talk a lot about alignment, we talk a lot about awareness, and then action. Right? It's it's like you've you've seen where you wanted to go six years ago. Uh, You were aligning with it every single day for that time. And now, when you action it, it's like that's the physical representation of alignment. Is that like mm-hmm. your body is, has agreed through through the channels that it it can agree with you through the nervous system being on your side and giving you ranges of motion and giving you agreed stability. It's like okay, well, you've mm-hmm. done the work. You've done the prerequisite work. You've been you've spent your ass in that in that squat position. Let's agree that you've you've got this now. So here you go, have yeah. this. You know, what I mean that that that's kind of the way the nervous system kind of, in my opinion, well, in my in my kind of. Uh, mind would have that conversation with you to say like, okay Mm -hmm. right well I see what you're doing here happy that you're doing it and here you go and that's the same for somebody who is shown the discipline when it comes to dieting when it's coming when it when it comes to okay I need to and I do know that I need to face this problem in my life about food I need to face this now when I when I do face it when I do conquer those demons the representation is, is someone with a six-pack, but what does that really mean? If we look at the subtext, mm-hmm. that person faced that issue and their body gave them the the byproduct of something that we glorify a lot in society, which is which is yeah. rightly so because it's its health. And it's like, but what we are actually glorifying is alignment. Somebody who's successful mm-hmm. is at the mm-hmm. top of a, a business and done something really, really amazing for the world. Hopefully um, they're aligning with their values and it's the representation they've had of their drive of their action has had this implication on the world and that's what we're privy to see you know what i mean that's 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 really what we're seeing in, in all these multifaceted contexts um is somebody who had the awareness to fix a problem didn't didn't shy away from it like that's another stage of awareness it's, it's like are you backing out the door while you know you're, you've got to go forward uh, or, or are you trying to shroud yourself with these yes people to kind of take the heat off or are you aware enough that you know you, like it's back to that nihilism question like we we know we can have good impact on the world but we know we have to probably go through it, go through the mill a few times to, to, to have yeah. that impact. Like that's that's the rite of passage. It's the rite of passage with the nervous system. It's also the rite of passage in the world. Like there's millions of people. Why do I get to, why should I pick you? Well, you've got to show yourself as a shining bright star for me to put you at that right precipice, right? And yeah. uh, the people that do that, you see them and they've got a different energy. You know, they've got a different fire yeah. about them. And uh, for us to align ourselves with that, you're going to find out that it's not easy and uh mm. but it's not a bad thing it's not it's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a uh a thing that you want to shy away from and it's it's so many facets in which you can become you know what i mean as long as you're kind of mm-hmm. aware of it it's uh yeah it's it's pretty powerful man pretty powerful
0: yeah completely and it's yeah it's not easy but once you've done it it's like oh that is easy now you've just mm. again upped your level and you've got more things in your back pocket that um mm-hmm. um which don't like you know you can say i own that now as opposed to yep. it owning you and uh, the more you do that and again we talk about it being uh, something that you can transfer across all domains in your life so it's not just about physical activity it's um it's about what it represents outside of that you know it can help you be more productive at work forget about the um, actual physiology of how it works to make you more productive at work which it does the healthier you are the more physically fit you are you will be more productive at work if that's like you know being productive at work everybody needs to be productive at work because that's how we make all like a living so to be able to get more out of that you need to be physically healthy but forget about the physiology of it. It's what you learn in this domain, which you can transfer into the work domain, which is I accepted a challenge here and I can do that there. And then a lot of people actually are better in their work domain than they are in the physical domain. So mm. then you have to ask yourself, actually, what makes me good at my work? How can I apply that to getting healthy and fit so that I'm even, even better at work as well, if mm. that's one of your goals? But um, but kind of people we just forget that you know we forget that it's like you'll forget that in the work that you do in a lot of cases you would have had a mentor you've had a boss who's guided you through something or you've had somebody who you respected and looked up to and then somebody you could ask questions to and then they help guide you why wouldn't you do the same with your body you know don't forget that everybody needs a mentor coaches need coaches we talk about that all the time is like we help each other out we seek mentorship from people who are way better than we are and um and that makes us better so we can pass on the messages to other people and um and help them out and they're able to uh so like you want to be able to see the value in looking after your physical health just the way that you see the value in looking after your income mm, yeah bro that's so powerful man
1: you know you just triggered a thought in my mind and i'm mm. not going to share it i'm not going to share it i'm going to tell <laughs> oh, you about damn. it off i'm going to tell you about it off here i are okay. going to work on it because it's pretty. Special. Oh, sick. I'm, I'm going to start letting this idea just germinate in my mind and oh, uh, we'll to run with it. But this is something we're going to surprise the people with because I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're going to riff on this. So I'm going to write this down because this is. Oh, yeah, is, uh, do it, man. This is a pretty special one, I think. Yeah, write it, it down. Our, put it in our Facebook chat. No, sorry, our yeah, Instagram, yeah. our WhatsApp even. Yeah, yeah, do um, it.
0: That's beautiful. And in the meantime, actually, while you do that, that reminded me of. Um, like, I don't even know how long ago it was now, but we were talking about it with, um, uh, it's still in context with having, yes, people around, but it's also um, talked about how your brain works with regards to optimism. So, if, uh, yeah. so this is that flawed confidence, right? So, this is having people around you or you yourself being blind to your own um, reality in a way and being blind to, um, needing to make the certain decisions which are going to help you move you forward so there's um because i mean like that book i was telling you about the secret life of the mind yeah Yeah. and um (laughs) you're cracking up about something it's just this idea the
1: word you said the words move you forward as i typed the word move you forward oh really (laughs) that's (laughs) right right there a line a line (laughs) exactly
0: you just i just read it Draw a straight line from my brain to yours.
1: So my, my cup and my string are right next to your cup and your string. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's from the brain, though. It's like, yeah, not even speaking. That's jokes, oh, man. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's cracking up? What did I say? Did I say something stupid? And like, Matt, this, this just came up. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's just basically had to do with your brain. So I was telling you, like, I've been reading that book, The Secret Life of the Mind. And the thing about that book is, um it's taken me longer to get through than i thought i would because it's just like it's got so many interesting talking points and um or rather uh, th- thought-provoking points um where i'm like okay you know what i'm just gonna put this down and i'm gonna think about it so i get like five pages through and i put it down and i'm thinking about it and i'm like writing about it a little bit i'm just like does that make sense do i get it do i really get it whatever so it's really great for that and there's also just a bunch of like it's just bits where i'm just like oh shit that was, that was sick. I'm going to go back and read that again. Mm-hmm. And so this is stuff like, um, this is to do with optimism and pessimism, basically, and being on that scale and how your brain is um, making, uh, how your brain responds to um, uh, news, right, good news or bad news. So basically uh, somebody who is optimistic is basically has confidence in the future, right? That's essentially what it comes down to. And um, so your sense of confidence in the future can be flawed and uh, depending on uh, how your brain responds to news so for uh, there's there's a particular region of your brain which is in both hemispheres so when you receive good news uh, it activates the I think it's the right um, uh, the right hemisphere of the brain uh, the right part of the brain and um, I can't remember which way around I'm getting a 50/50 shot but it's just I was reading it last week and it's just uh, it's one of the one one or the other way but mm. um, uh, so when you receive good news um, there's the, that's part of your brain the right part of your brain um takes that information and goes um okay cool and that that area activates and um in in both people in whether you're optimistic or pessimistic both types of people so and the other thing is is when you um receive bad news the left part of your brain activates in pessimists, it activates in optimists, it barely registers so that area of the brain just doesn't doesn't light up it hardly lights up if anything so it's almost like you're turning a blind eye to bad information basically <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to, right. sorry to uh, to uh, bad news about the future yeah, yeah, yeah. And so optimists have this ability to take on board good news and i think it's like shaped through traits and stuff like that um like um it's definitely your upbringing has something to do with it it's not purely biological but mm-hmm. um um, but there is that biological signature in in the brain, basically. So optimists have the ability to um, kind of shut it out, whereas pessimists will take that information, that part of the brain gets activated, and then they're kind of like ruminating on it and stuff like that. So the on either end of the scale, you've got optimists who, if you're too optimistic, if you're extremely optimistic, as in like unhealthily optimistic, then you're going to make reckless decisions, right? You're going to be a risk taker, and you're just not going to give a shit about the actual uh, consequences of that. Decision because you're you're excessively confident about the future, and if you're overly pessimistic, then that can be somebody who just ruminates too much. And on the worst case scenario, that's somebody who's depressed. Basically, it can trigger depression Mm -hmm. because you're always thinking about the worst thing that's going to happen. And then obviously most people are somewhere in between. Uh, They operate on some level. And I like to think of myself as an optimistic uh, person. And I think, you know, you're both, you're the same as well. But there's a sense, like, I'd like to think of it as being grounded in some sense of realism. Like, you know, I'll look at the scenario that we're in, in uh, current world circumstances. And it's kind of like, okay, I like, I'll register it. And I... If, if I want to move forward, I do have to ignore a big chunk of it, but I'm not ignoring it completely. I understand that it's there and I understand I have to make decisions in the context of the kind of scenario that we're in. But at the same time, I can't let it stop me from moving forward. So I do always have a sense of optimism about the future. And the interesting thing about optimism is also that it's a prerequisite for mental toughness. So if you're not optimistic about your future, then you're – what are you making good de- what are you making decisions for right you have to have some level of optimism so that it keeps you driving forward otherwise you're just going to get stuck in a rut mm. and so when it comes back to yourself it's and um, the idea that you know you could be your own yes person and is like do you have that flawed sense of flawed um flawed uh, optimism do you have too much of it mm. potentially Mm. are you somebody who's just keeps looking at the upside but ignores the downside are you somebody who um is uh, unrealistic in your expectations of the future in that regard and so you want to be able to you know temper it a little bit you need to literally if that is you and um that's going to be a difficult thing to uh, notice but then if that is you then you know you want to do a bit of an analysis of like okay what what am i what am i what am i not paying attention to and um which is going to have a direct impact on my life and then be like okay maybe i need to temper that extreme level of optimism with um uh with a sense of realism so that i can make decisions which help me move forward as opposed to being like, yeah everything's gonna be fine everything's gonna be rosy everything's gonna be dandy because obviously that's not how it works and um so yeah you're just gonna have to figure that stuff out as well so you know that's one way that you could be your own yes man because your brain is kind of hardwired to shut out bad news if that's the way you look at things um -hmm. but um and if that's the case then uh you just need to yeah you just need to kind of evaluate things you need to uh, look at it a bit more objectively Mm -hmm. so i thought that might be useful to share
1: for sure man for sure that's uh you've given me more ideas to flesh out my thought that i had earlier <laughs> yeah. Uh, again. yeah man i, I want to I'll, I'll leave it I'll, actually no i'm not i'm gonna type it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly don't don't forget that stuff it's just hey when you oh, go man. back you're like man what was i saying what was not that the i swear i threw I'm, it in a gem.
1: <laughs> yeah man yeah yeah so
0: and then uh while, while you're doing that, I think it's uh, useful because we were talking about reframing, right, earlier before we got on air, mm. and how we can reframe a scenario for ourselves. Because mm. it was just go like, ahead.
1: yeah, go on. Tra- train, the training example. So the training example. Mm. Um, yeah. So from from earlier this week, conversations about training. Um, mm. you're pitching yourself. You're having that session, and it's it's a tough session. It's a tough session. You you are trying you want to be there you know that it's it's part of where you where you where you you are going to get benefit from this however it's feeling like a slog you know it's feeling like a slog um and one thing that i used to say from back in the day when i, I would train on my own and train more kind of about uh train more in the bodybuilding kind of a strong strong lift kind of uh, phase of my life um i would say to myself that you only remember the bad sessions, and I'm seeing that come good now. I'm seeing the reason why you remember the bad sessions, um, and you have good sessions. You do remember, and you feel good about them for about two seconds, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, on to the next thing." Um, mm-hmm. You put it aside, and you, you log it in your mind as, "Yeah, today was a good day." But let's keep let's keep marching forward because the goal, the overall, the big goal, has not been achieved yet. However, when you have these bad sessions, they stay with you for much longer, and I feel like the right. one of the reasons they stay with you is because those bad sessions are are kind of a a reminder of the work you still need to do and they feel they feel quite shocking in the moment like kind of you you, it throws you off your game completely it really questions whether you actually want this and in the moment that can feel quite jarring that can feel like frustrating it can bring out the 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 more the more um like kind of the 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 beginning mentality in you, like kind of you get frustrated, you get angry, you might even feel like, oh, sob this, I don't want to do this today. Um, mm-hmm. But really, what you need to see this as, see that as, is another opportunity. Like uh, we said about Jacko Willink last week, we said uh, his, his, his motivational uh, video is like, everything that happens, good. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you got, you got sand kicked in your face, good. Like, <laughs> yeah. you got, you got, like, uh, your alarm didn't go off and you have to run for the bus, good. Like, mm-hmm. all that shit is just, is just, Affirmation that you want this, like reframing the. Mm. Like you can you can see what uh, six is just six inches in front of your face.
0: Six inches in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> now can't make you do it. <laughs> People are gonna
1: swear. Like, how'd you get opportunity on your podcast? This is yeah. uh, this this is wild. You only had eight episodes. You got
0: opportunity Pacino crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to say really. <laughs> Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives. All comes down to today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't stop. <No. laughs> just, a just ride that off. way. <laughs> just ride that way, bro. That was epic. That was epic. <laughs> it's it's creepy how good it is, man. It's creepy how good it is.
0: <laughs> oh, appreciate that, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that,
1: I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, you could you could choose to see. That thing that's right in front of your face, that is, it's almost like, you know, you see, you see kind of Muhammad Ali back in the day kind of swinging the right hand and jabbing you with the left, right? It's mm. like, I'm showing you this. I'm showing you that it's difficult. I'm showing you that it's um, it's painful right now. But what you really need to see is this guy. You need to see the other mm. hand coming your way. And that is a metaphor in my mind for saying that in that moment, what you're seeing is you're seeing your internal want for this. And you're seeing the external reality of like it's not working today um mm. it's making you find more today it's, mm. this is the day you level up those are the days you make the most progress we've touched on it in the past where we've said that the days you don't want to go to the gym is a day you definitely should be at the gym because like you, you touched on it with the with the with the meditation uh from, mm. from last week where you said like the person with a busy life needs to meditate for an hour as opposed to meditating for 10 minutes like mm. that that it, it's calling on you to be more in the moment and there's a reason why you remember those days more It's because those are the days that actually drive you forward further. You know, we talked about this missile, the missile analogy a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. where it's like that missile has to course correct, um, based upon the things that knock you off course, that day is knocking you off course. And then you've got to veer right. And you've got to come back online and, uh, align all the way through, um, through that day, uh, to get to where you want to be. Um, and it's it's those (coughs) days that, that, call on you to do that those are the valuable ones you know what I mean so in terms of the, the, the strap line there reframing your situation it's super important that like now I feel like when I train I'll and I'll be caught in a situation and it's like for instance my offense doesn't work I have to see that as a good thing because it's like now it's I'm discarding this old shit offense and I'm going to upskill with a new one I'm going to move my feet better I'm going to step out and keep range better it's making me better you know what I mean it's making me better. Um, if, if somebody is doing something to me, I get caught with a shot I get I get caught with a submission or I get caught with a, with a throw or a takedown. Good because that's also making me better if, if, and the same thing for life you know what I mean this I always liken it back to training whether it be training in the gym, whether it be training in jiu-jitsu, whether it be training in, in striking. Um, and I think seeing it for what it really is, we are doing those reps willingly we're doing those reps where we're willing to fail, putting yourself out there in the fire to get the feedback and then reacting to the feedback in a way that's positive and moving us forward toward our goal. Because if mm-hmm. I, if I throw my, 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 my spit, my dummy out and throw my toys out the mm-hmm. prime in that situation, I don't get to move forward anymore. You know, I don't get to have that continuous dialogue with my nervous system, with, with my, with my being, with my positivity, with my kind of, um, um, uh, yeah, positive self to say that mm-hmm. this is exactly what we need to be. Uh, no one said it would be easy. No one said it would be. It would be. Uh, it would be a fun ride. But this is part of the journey. You know what I mean? And, and like you said, reframing that every time is is just reps that we're doing, which we can mm-hmm. then use as a big, as a kind of a reps a reps in reserve uh, to uh, go take forward to the next thing in your life and say, okay, right. Well, I have this awareness now. Let me let me see what I can learn from this next situation. Like it's not promised that you that you linearly just move through your life and uh, exactly. you you can kind of tick off tick off one workout. Oh, I'm a bit, bit bigger than I was yesterday. I'm a bit stronger than I was yesterday. I'm a bit yeah. bigger than I was yesterday. Just I'm a bit leaner than I was yesterday. It doesn't happen like that. It just yeah. means that you have to affirm and and really cover all the bases. And there will be a base that you have not covered. You've got to mm. you've got to be aware of that as well. I think that's that's something that especially when you're new to this game um we'll touch on this with one of the one of the questions you had later is that you're not going to have all the answers and it's okay to okay. not have all the answers at the start if anything if anything it's 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 a matter of fact you don't have all the answers but um doing those doing the reps to um reframe your situation will slowly move you forward to having the right answers that you need
0: 100 percent, man that's mm. all of that is fire is um oh where i mean where do i, where do I even begin with a, the a response, to that. I think it's it's what it does is every time you do that, that you the boundary of what's possible for you gets pushed out. Um, so every time you're on that cost, that's what you're doing. You're basically stepping over that boundary every time you're in that zone. Where so if you just like if we used your workout as an example, where you're working out, you're like, you know what? I'm not firing on any cylinders today, but Jocko Willing style good because that's when you know you're going through the fire to become the weapon so you're kind of stepping on that boundary you know like this ain't working and you're chatting you're getting challenged mentally as well as physically because you're saying man this is shit this isn't working out um what am I even doing like how is this even worth it you know I thought I was making progress and now I'm hit with this kind of bullshit it's like good Because you're going to basically step over that boundary but you're going to take that boundary with you you're going to increase your area of what's comfortable for you now because you've done that so for it to be as uncomfortable as that again is going to actually take more so your like say your um, acceptance level for what was uncomfortable was like say down down here and then Mm. you've just gone through that thing and now that your acceptance level for what's uncomfortable has gone up so you're able to handle a hell of a lot more every time, anytime something comes at you. So that's, uh, yeah, super important. It's uh, super necessary super necessary. Yeah. we got it. We got it in, yeah, got it in. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time, every time. it's super necessary. Yeah. We've got to do that. And, um, like, uh, and my, like my personal example of, um, reframing the situation was like just today, basically I'm, I'm, fucking tired today and that's basically because i um uh where's it i got woken up by, <laughs> i got woken up at like three thirty four in the morning by like a like a, an epic double sneeze from my housemate who's got hay fever so i was like what the fuck was that <laughs> exactly i just got shocked, man and i woke up and I was, because oh, he's so short, i could feel my heart he's like jumping out of my mouth basically i was like oh he it's it's okay, but i couldn't go back to sleep right so it's yeah. like four in the morning and then it's like half an hour later i was just like okay what am i gonna do and like uh, I started scrolling my phone i was like no nah, actually you know what light's coming out i'm gonna go outside and um so what i did was i went outside so i just got myself out of bed it's like like 4 30, 4 45 now get myself out of bed lights coming out i go and stand on my balcony and i'm just taking in that morning light you know and uh, and i'm appreciating that le- that peace in the morning and uh being awake with the sunrise because that has numerous health benefits um and uh, and and then yeah just kind of accepting it for what it was i slept for three and a half hours but it just it is what it is and uh, but because i've uh, armed myself with some knowledge which i know um makes for uh it makes for healthy decisions so um essentially what ends up ha- what ended up happening is i i did that thing and i didn't feel like annoyed because normally so said let's say even not even that long ago if that had happened to me and i couldn't fall back to sleep i'd be annoyed because i trained yesterday i'm like oh man I'm- sleep so i'm not gonna get my gains and i'm gonna feel like crap and i'm not gonna and i'm gonna be super tired the next day i'm not gonna be able to tackle my and like do what i need to do i just want to sleep it off kind of thing and um and then i'll probably fall back asleep like you know three hours later and I wake up at like 10 a.m or something and be like you know that's it that's the start of my day but um because i've on myself with some knowledge recently um in more recent times which is if you watch the sunrise that light that yellow blue hue of light that you get that wavelength of light that hit you hits you from the sun in the morning and just by observing the sky just by being able to see the sky being out in the sky even if it was a cloudy day it's really important for your circadian rhythms and your circadian rhythms is just basically everything in your body runs on that 24-hour clock Mm. whether it's digestive system whether it's like your nervous system everything like everything has a clock cell within it and um so what you're doing is the light is hitting your eyes and your eyes uh, are taking that um taking that light and it's a, helping you set your circadian rhythm so it sets you up for better physical health and sets you up for better mental health and so because for me that knowledge was power because it allowed me to make a decision which wasn't uh which previously i'd be annoyed but now i was like you know what i know this thing now this is actually going to be useful for me i can actually be grateful for waking up early today and being able to see the sunrise when normally i don't get to see the sunrise and at like you know 4 50 in the morning now because that's how early it is and so i felt great about that you know i just had a coffee i sat outside i was reading a book um while i was outside and it's like you know it gets to 6 a.m and I'm like, I've already been reading for an hour <laughs> and it's, it's incredible. And that, that, felt really good. And it was also just quite, um, you know, you just get to sit with yourself a little bit as well. So I got the chance to do that and just in the quiet of no distraction and just be with myself and just, you know, be aligned with the kind of things that I really want to do and feel good about all, uh, life. Let's just say mm. that was all done by the time, you know, anybody would have woken up basically. And so I reframed it and I was like, this was great. So, you know, I've already got this much done. It's not going to happen every day. I mean, it still won't happen every day. But instead of it being something that was like uh, it would have pissed me off in previous times, now instead it was something that actually I was very, very grateful for because I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm tired. But I got to do something which made me feel pretty good and pretty pumped in the morning. And mm-hmm. um, and it was in a benefit and in, in one way. Okay, I got less sleep, so that's not great. But in another way, I was able to uh, benefit my health in a different way. And um, yeah, and then also, you know, got a chance to have a nap for like an hour and a half. And by the time I woke up, it was ten thirty. I was like, I've, I've had four hours of a day, and I've still had a nap, and I'm still got a morning ahead of me. <laughs> you know, this is like this it's is funny, so cool. man. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <right>. that's it. <laughs> um, the... yeah, this is about reframing, right? And just yeah, feeling man. good about. it. So if you feel shit about it, then you just ruin your day. Instead, uh, it was like, mm. okay, there's goodness. Like how? What can I make this mean? And it felt great. Love it, bro. Love it.
1: That's that's so. Um, I can see that apply in so many people in so many ways. Where where you can you can it's again same thing. You can see the the six inches in front of your face, and you can see the fact that you've been woken up and you're pissed off, like you said. Uh, and or, or or you can choose. It's a choice. It's a choice. You mm-hmm. know. I and mean? but sometimes you have to be made aware of the options, and yeah. I think that's what that's what we're doing right now with this is that we're showing people that. You know there's other ways to react to things and yep. if you're constantly running that same route you're just doing those reps and if those reps are serving you great if those reps are not serving you mm-hmm. then it's got to change and it's got to change because you, you're not you're not seeing every opportunity and that's that's something what what this life gives you is that it gives you these opportunities endlessly and then you either become better at taking those shots or you become worse at taking those shots and mm-hmm. uh i never i never used to understand this phrase There was a few was a few phrases that I'd look at them and I'm. What does that even mean? Like, um, mm. I remember the, the first one. The first one I won't get into now. Maybe we will, but uh, you know the Michael Jordan one where it's like I missed two hundred mm. free throws and two hundred Wayne game-winning shots, and I i, I probably passing the ball and I always fluffed it and I did it this many times, and that's yeah. why I succeed. i will mm. listen to that. i be like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> like, you messed up. You know like, that's that's bad. Like that's not good. But then obviously you see the frame. You see the frame. that He's looking at that with and saying that. That's the reason why it made me better, because I know that I, I I know how many of those I had. I know how many he literally knows how many opportunities he did not get done. Right. Mm. he's he's got it down to a science in that sense. That's the text that, yeah. that I should have taken from that back in the day, but I wasn't aware enough to take it. Now I can see that um it's these these checkpoints in life, these little uh tests. Again, like we say, like you don't get to choose when that test comes. You already get to mm. choose you do, but you do get to choose how you react to it when you're in the fire. And mm. uh, you were in that state, prime state this morning to be proper pissed off. But yeah. you're just like, no, nah, it's cool. Like it, it is, it just is, you know what I mean? Like kind of uh, Eckhart Tolle in the book I'm listening to, The Power of Now, kind of some nights I just put it on before I sleep and he calls it the isness of life. Like right. it just, it just is, you know what I mean? Whether it being good, whether it being bad, is you mm. applying yourself to it. But you can... You can see the opportunity, in which case you can turn it into a good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, the other phrase was, uh, the more I, oh, what was it? It was, I'm going to paraphrase this, but it was, uh, the more I do, the luckier I get, or something like this. Yes. You, you yeah, yeah. heard that one? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think the, the way that, it didn't, again, didn't really sit with me before, but now I see that those opportunities come knocking and if i can in that instance i've got to do it in that instance like that that right hand doesn't present itself all the time but when it does i've got to put it through like that that's Mm -hmm. that that's me winning in that moment that opportunity of you or your friend double sneezing at at four in the morning is an opportunity right you've got to see that opportunity like a snake you've got to strike and if you don't those part passing you by and like life is just Mm -hmm. playing that game with you right now to say like i want to let me throw this ball out let me throw this guy at purple yeah. four in the morning here have this and yeah. uh you can kind of and I, i've seen it myself like a few, first week of fasting i started snapping i started snapping at people that i would never have snapped at and it's like oh shit like that's part of me oh no yeah like yeah. That, like and immediately you're like oh, i'm sorry like i didn't realize that that, I, that would come out and then, then yeah. you gotta, you've gotta recheck yourself and be like yeah. that's not me Like, I don't Mm. want that. I don't want to do those reps. And Mm. the next opportunity, it comes up. You say, I'm a bit pissed off right now. That person's asked me a question that would have triggered me a week ago. I'm not going to react like how I reacted a week ago. And that's immediate growth. That's immediate awareness and immediate, like, shit, I need to be on my game all the time. And that game Mm. is always on. You know what I mean? Like, we don't get to take a day off from that game. If you want to be more, you're going to have to see more, and you're going to have to react to that more every single time because that's Mm. what it is. It's the opportunity to be more. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like you've 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 given us this example, great example. And I know that I probably would have picked my pillow up and slammed it against the door and be like, What why is this like happening right now? But the the way the way in which you reacted is so brilliant. And um, it's just a microcosm of the opportunities and how they'll present themselves. Like it's traffic, mm-hmm. it's it's your 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 boss, your your asking you to stay late and do work, and in the moment. The thing is like why nobody else is here i don't get to i don't know they don't have to do this it's like the same thing in school like uh i remember being in school and being like um having given given extra work and uh the only reason you're getting extra work uh, sorry getting extra work and then feeling like oh why why do i have to do extra work or why do i have to do this it's because the teacher sees extra in you you know what i mean mm. so your work is now extra you know what I mean? like they're, they're putting you in a different state uh in yeah. a different game and you've got to rise to that game because you can be more if you accept the challenge and you kind of you can you can kind of see that or you can stay at your current baseline your current level and uh like you said the way you said pick up the obstacle and move forward with it i love Mm -hmm. that i love that because you're you're becoming you're rising over it you're literally rising as a human over this oh my god this insurmountable object that in the moment looks like it's going to crush you and like whatever but no you can just grow in it in in the face of it and be like nah, you're coming with me i'm not going to (laughs) go in your way you're going to go my way and uh yeah that's the win man that's the win so so impressive
0: so impressive big time man big time is um feels good, feels good mm, well. I bet good it does didn't like yeah <laughs> didn't let it ruin the day damn, yeah, it good. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn it feels good to be a gangster yeah. <laughs> it's just that's the one yeah but it's like it's being for me it's being armed with like that knowledge right and for me that knowledge is the power because that knowledge gave me um the 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 wherewithal to make a more aware decision which allowed mm. me to uh, reframe the day so I had a better mm. day than otherwise I would have. And uh, yeah, that's that's what it's about for me, man.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah, bro. Should we get in some questions?
0: Yeah, man. Let's do it. So we've got a few good questions, actually. I don't even know where to begin. I think uh, <laughs> we got several. I'm going to intersperse them. Um, I'm going to say so, thank you to the people for sending the questions yeah, in. This is, this, exactly. is uh,
1: this is more than we've had in the previous weeks. So clearly we're, we're having uh, having the people out there speaking, which is great to see.
0: Exactly. It's uh, super helpful as well um, because, I mean, it's great. When you have a question, it's going to help other people with the answer as well because there's other people mm. who would have thought, oh, you know what? I never thought of that, but that's useful. And uh, so, yeah, we're really... Oh, wait, hang on a sec. Let me get that right. we really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, so in terms of the questions, so this one's coming in from um, my cousin. Shout out to Jesse. We had a phone conversation yesterday, so um, and we were just talking a little bit about podcasts. And uh, so this is from the perspective of somebody who's, um, like, been on a weight loss journey before. Mm. And it was a question for you because, obviously, you've – done that you spent a long time being on that transformation and um and yeah what's wicked is is like uh, when she saw that we were doing a podcast together she was like oh shit grinda's talking to umar because she'd read about you on some website somewhere about your transformation and i was like that's crazy so you probably knew him before i did
1: (laughs) smallest world ever yeah it's so cool
0: Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, yeah. She's, her question is basically about getting your mindset back on track after falling off the wagon during weight loss transformation. So mm-hmm. in your specific case, how long did it last for you if you uh, if you fell off the wagon, and then what did you do with your mindset to get back on track? And that's um, that's a really important question for people um, who. Uh, whatever transformation it might be, but in this particular case, weight loss transformation and your insights, in, insights into that would be super, super useful because obviously you've been there, you've done that and then you, know, you coach people with that as well, specifically.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Is it Jesse, right? You said that yeah. you're, you're, your cousin's name? Great. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for the question. Um, I think we've almost answered that in this podcast. Uh, mm. And I can say that you you can see it, you can apply the the veil of weight loss transformation diet, uh my fitness power, tracking, all of that stuff to it, or you can see it in every opportunity. You know what I mean? And yeah. like like we just finished off talking about seeing the opportunity and reframing the the scenario, the circumstance that you find yourself in. In every way, when you're kind of deviate from that path and you you know when you are no matter what kind of the, what the goal is, you've got a choice. You've got a choice straight away to be like, okay, something's pulled me off my path that's fine that's happened now let's get back on the path and that's literally how long it needs to last no matter what the obstacle um whether it be i've done a bad rep i've done a rep of a lunge and i've wobbled and fell the nervous system will naturally try and correct you and keep your head off the floor and you've just got to do the same thing like as soon as that happens where you have a wobble where you've gone to a friend's um, birthday party or work do or something and you've got food there that 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 you like indulging in and you've indulged okay it's happened now how can we use it how can we take that and make sure make sure that we can move forward to know that next time it doesn't happen first that that's that that, that or so we change our approach only next time but also how can we use it to fuel us in the next next time we, we get kind of get triggered in this way um mm-hmm. and, and that's really all it's about i mean you asked me Uh, when I was doing my kind of weight loss, fat loss phase, how long did it take me to realign? And I can honestly say it didn't usually take me that long. There'll be days where I will, I say days, it would be, usually would be a day where you think, okay, I'm going to go and have some shit food today because I I, I need it and I want to have some. And yeah, you you almost need to do that to yourself sometimes, a bit of self-sabotage to realize that it's not where you want to be and the mm-hmm. next day you're like okay I'm back on my path now and that's what I would say to you is use that use that use that moment to recognize that it's not where you want to be and immediately start aligning yourself with where you do want to be you know what I mean use that negative turn it into a positive reframe it instantly and it isn't it isn't it is difficult it is difficult in that moment to to see uh, the opportunity but again it's just it's like something you haven't done before, so you can't be hard on yourself for not getting it right the first time. We touched, we touched on this when we discussed the the question earlier, and it's like you as a human being in this today's world are expected to to know many many things. One of the things is is fitness, healthy lifestyle, um, being on that kind of I'm on my fitness game and whatever I'm at the gym twenty four seven. It's a lot. It's, it can be pressure. Right. And um if you don't know how to deal with it for yourself, that's fine. That is okay, because not many people do, and uh, the vast majority of people actually don't know how to deal with it. But where you're comparing yourself is to people like potentially like us, people on Instagram who who seemingly have it all together. And that again in turn puts more pressure on you to feel like you need to have it figured out. Where in actuality it's it's not the case. Like I, I don't know anything about how to put a car back together I couldn't do jack shit but I I can't I can't now feel bad about that until I've done those reps until I've put the work in I I, I just don't know I just don't know but what I what I can say to you is that the um, the thing that I would do if I was in your situation is I would align myself with a coach with people with friends and family who are around you who can help you see the opportunity help you see the opportunity, and and this is why people get so much value from working with people like yourself, people like myself, is because we, in essence, we do, we we sell them a coaching plan, a program, and it it is uh, what it's sometimes a, a monthly based thing, sometimes it's just a plan, but really what we sell them is opportunity to see that you can get right back on track straight away, and we have the 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 check in system where we talk to our clients, where we kind of have have this time with people I mean, We call it check-ins but really it's just a conversation it's like well, we're yeah. going to call you a couple of times a week and we're going to have a nice chat and you're going to tell me about the times where you had temptation and the times where okay you beat it times where you didn't beat it and we're going to reframe it and say okay like right, well that temptation is going to come knocking again never goes away and like you said that temptation only gets bigger only gets greater when we're, we're in uh, um we need we when we, we kind of level up it only gets more and more so you feeling like um, it's going to get easier. It's going it is going to get easier, but you're going to get better at dealing with it as well. And I think mm. that's what we can, what I can say for myself is that whenever you have that opportunity to, to uh, when you have sorry, when you have fallen off the boil and you've lost your way a little bit, see it for what it was. See it as an opportunity. See it as an opportunity lost, and, and take it back to that Michael Jordan quote where it's like, "That's why I succeed." see that and be like okay it happened again I need to check myself even more next time and I need to kind of create the environment whether it be creating an environment that doesn't make you kind of go that way whether it be creating a mindset that doesn't let you go that way whether it be having people around you who will keep you moving forward Um, all of those uh, will definitely help in that situation but firstly I think it's, uh, it's a case of not beating yourself up about it and actually just being like okay it's happened Uh, how can I now in this moment move forward? And so the same thing we said last week about like planting a tree, right? Like you can plant it 10 years ago and you can be in a good, you can have a nice tree now, or you can plant it right now and you can have a good tree in 10 years, like pick right now, because you can't go back in time. You can just choose it right now. So that's just another way of saying, okay, that, that, that mess up is yesterday. Today is right now. Or that mess up was literally five minutes ago. I can go for a walk right now. I can you know, I can go and have some apple cider, vinegar, apple cider vinegar right now and sort my digestion out. I can kind of just help myself, you know what I mean? Like, straight away, realign with yourself right there and then. And, like, Tony Robbins says it best. He says, like, you need massive opposite action right now, like, in the moment. And uh, he applies it to, obviously, he helps people with with multifaceted, multifaceted things. But when it comes to diet, when it comes to sticking to a plan and you've gone opposite to that plan, just see how you can straight away, bang, realign with that path. Because now you're doing that massive opposite action in the right direction. Yeah, it's you physically go, go the vision. The visual The vision I get is like you. This you're walking down this path. All of a sudden, somebody comes up to you and turns your shoulders, and you're walking back on yourself. It's like, oh shit! No, no. Turn yourself around. And walk the way you need to walk. That's mm-hmm. that's immediately what you got to do for yourself. And if if you can't do that, you call somebody who can help you do it. Get aligned in mm-hmm. with Instagram and then in like that motivation way you can actually get back on your path straight away. I mean, she reached out to you. That's the important thing. Like I had a great conversation with my auntie yesterday and uh, we have these intermittent conversations every other month and um, we just kind of use it as ways of like how I use this podcast, like to be like, okay, for this next week, I've got this fresh juice in my mind. I'm full of fuel and I'm going to go kill it. Um, and I think that's that's what we can give each other. You know, That's, that's just like a few examples of, uh, of what you can, you can do. If, if that's you and you fall off, figure out how you can get back on straight away. A small, even if it's a small way, don't worry about it. Just do it.
0: Yeah, 100%. That's, that's all truth right there. It's like align yourself with the bigger reason why you're doing it. That always makes the choice easier to get back on track. Um, beating yourself up about it serves – the only purpose it serves is to make you feel worse, and that just makes you more likely to do it again. So what people don't understand about guilt is actually – That it makes you want to do it again so in this perverse way it triggers these reward pathways in your brain where when you feel guilty you feel uh, like you've got to uh, serve that guilt again even though you don't feel like that's what you want to do that's what's going to happen because that's what self-criticism does it doesn't serve you that well Um, so look at that and just make as you say make that opposite action so take that guilt for what it is and know that you can correct guilt by doing an action in the direction that you wanna go. So guilt is basically feeling bad about something that you've done. And, um, but that's always fixable. You can always fix that. You can always make a decision which allows you to get back on track. So get yourself back on track by uh, making that opposite action. And uh, and uh, as Umar says, the more often you do that, the stronger that you become in that rep, in that exercise. And the less that it bothers you as well over time, uh, uh, and so it's an always exercise. an exercise. Yeah. So no, that was great. Man, that was great feedback uh, for that one. So I hope that answers your question, Jesse. Um, so. Yeah, and uh, we got another good one coming in from one of our followers called uh, I think a name. Is, I hope I said it's right, Pratigia. And um, she sent us a question about uh, life stresses. You know, how do you keep mental stress from negatively impacting your body and routine? And uh, to elaborate on that is like, how do you retrain your mind to let go of what isn't in your control? And, um, be, and more importantly, let things be after your th- efforts. So I think she's basically saying her mind has been worrying almost entire life. So, I mean, that's a great question uh, because... People struggle with managing stress on many levels, and because it's such a kind of insidious part of our life, we become tolerant to it, but that doesn't mean that it's good. Just because being tolerant to it is normal doesn't mean that it's optimal, and there's um, there's a bunch of things that we can, we can say about that. And uh, I mean, one of the ways I'll start that off is just first of all going through some simple things um when it comes to stress so first of all it's really easy to get stressed and uh, we don't need any help getting stressed obviously this uh, question kind of proves that because it's like that constant state of stress what we do need help doing is getting ourselves out of stress we need to understand how to decompress and how to um get some recovery in, so that we can buffer that stress because the higher we the longer we go on in that stress state the the more damage it does to us mentally and physically and actually the point that she made was that the worst thing about it all is that it's um, mentally very tiring so some techniques that you can use uh, during the day um, that can help you bake some recovery into your day so you can buffer that stress So, anytime you might notice that something is engaging some stress pathways for you you're feeling stressed out however that expresses itself for you um simple thing that you can do is use your breath so we talked last week how your breath is a direct link to your brain and how you can use it to calm your nervous system down so that you go from that stress state into the more relaxed state so when you breathe out that helps you get into a more relaxed state, and more specifically, if you breathe out, if you exhale for longer than you inhale, you're going to uh, you, you're going to put yourself into a better uh, better state of relaxation. You're going to activate that rest and digest mode. So, what you can do is basically. Uh, a simple simple exercise that I like to use is to the count of five, you breathe in through you. Um, if you can do it all through your nose, that's great. If you can't, um, if you need some help exhaling, then exhale through your mouth. But breathe in through your nose for the count of five and breathe out through your nose for the count of 10. And you can do that in seconds, but it's just basically whatever. Do that one-two ratio. Um, seconds would be great, but if you can't hold it out for that long, just do it for that one-two ratio. But count in for five and out for 10 and do that for like a minute and two minutes and just try and shut yourself away from whatever the thing is that's causing you stress. Be with yourself for a minute and minute to two minutes and just breathe in for five, out for 10, inhale for five, out for 10. And that's gonna help you, uh, you'll be surprised at how quickly that'll help you get back into some level of calm. Okay, so that's, uh, that's a technique that you can use to help you bring about some level of calm. Another thing that you can do is uh, something that um, I picked up from um, following neuroscientist called Andrew Huberman, and he puts out a lot of good information on his uh, Instagram page as well. And something that came from recent studies was uh, activating the there's a sighing reflex in the brain. So you know when you just go ah like that that kind of sound where you make, or you just kind of relieved, you, you just it's it's um, it triggers relaxation in the body in the nervous system, and so you can actually hijack that reflex basically so you can bring yourself back into a state of calm and rest by using that um using that reflex so the way to do that is by taking two inhales so one big inhale through the nose and then another one on top of that and then an exhale through the mouth a long exhale through the mouth so that's basically gonna like you'll probably be able to hear it so it's gonna sound like (sighs) and then if you do that for like four times that is very quick at helping you reset and bring a level of calm again. Okay. And just because of the way that inter- interacts with uh, your oxygen uh, levels, your CO2 levels in your body, and um, just brings on calm. Oh. So that's something you can do immediately. And then you've got the slow breathing technique as well. And then, um, so those are like some techniques you can use to help bring back a certain level of calm. But in regards to the bigger picture, the bigger question is like there's always a state of worry. And, uh, Worry is basically, you know, it's it's, it's a state of anxiousness, agitation, you know, there's mental unease. So if that's that's constant, it's basically, the way I view it is, it's probably over things that you cannot control, or if it's over things you can control, it's happening because you feel like you don't know how to solve that problem. So there's a great line, I can't remember who said it, I think it's like some sort of Zen saying from the Buddha, but it's basically... It goes along the lines of um, if you if you're worried about something that can't control that you can't control, it's not your problem. If it's not a problem, if you are worrying about something that you can control, is not a problem because in either scenario, like with the one where you can't control it, you let it go and you just forget about um, the impact it can. It, that is not having on you that is having on you because you can't do anything about it but for the things that you can control it's not a problem because you can figure out something to do about it so you kind of want to set up some habits that introduce um a level of uh like healthy thoughts and allay the worries and um and there's like a couple of things that i can think of is uh, so number one is kind of getting to grips with um what's you can control and what you can't. So actually like, again, do another situational analysis. You look at your life and you're like, I'm stressing about all these things. And uh, so figure out all the stresses that you have and then figure out what ones fit into that column of, I can't do anything about, and what ones fit into the column of, I can do something about. And then when you do that, in theory, you know, you just, Split that worry in half. You know, if it's you know, you take away half the things that you, you know, and you you realize you can't control them, then you're just left with the things that you can control. And with the thang- with the things that you can control, you know, which are in your sphere of influence, you can start making action plans around what you need to do about them. You know, it's like okay, pick one, two, three priority, and uh, and look at it and go okay, here's something that I can do about this. And it can be the smallest thing. It's just like any small action moving you forward. We talk about it all the time. We talk about it a lot in this podcast. Whatever the small action that you can do that moves you forward is gonna help you get over that um, uh, get over that anxiety, get over that worry because you're moving forward. And that's kind of what agitation is as well. It's kind of what worry is a little bit is when you feel like you can't move forward in the face of a problem that you're experiencing. And so by having forward action, you are overcoming the worry that you experience so create a plan of action to overcome that worry so it could be um you, you know it, it, whatever whatever that thing is is just figuring out like, what's that small thing that i need to do that's going to help me move forward to tackle this and so it, allays some of that worry and then a big one is uh, having a gratitude practice so what tends to happen with worry is that we're kind of all over the place in terms of our actions like what we value the most And, um, and then also we're not in tune with the contentment what's good about the here and now And uh, there's a lot of science around it now as well. So it's not just something where you just, you know, speak out to the universe and hope it gives you something good to think about and do. It's actually if you're taking a moment and dwelling on that moment for what you're grateful for in the here and now, you experience a level of contentment, which uh, kind of replenishes your ability to move forward as well. Mm -hmm. So when you have that going on, the circuits in your brain which are involved with you feeling good in the here and now are triggered. In the same way, like when you have a really satisfying meal and you sit there and you kind of rub your belly, you're like, "Oh, that was delicious. That was great," and you're really content in that moment, It's that uh, that gets um, uh, activated when you practice it for yourself? You do that subjective practice of uh, what you're grateful for. So it can be about anything. It can be about um, you know something about yourself that you're happy about. It could be about your friends and your family. Uh, it could be about your life. It could be about your day. The more you kind of anchor it to something that's real um, and that feeling of gratitude like people in your life, the, the bigger the effect it has on you. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to come away from it feeling all light and dandy. But you, by doing that practice regularly, as well, basically daily, because it doesn't take that long to engage in it. It's um, Again, it's one of those is you're putting the reps in, you're building the strength in it. And by having that gratitude, you're going to f- allay some of that worry because you're getting the sense of actually things are OK. In whatever capacity, it doesn't matter how bad your scenario is. You can always find one thing that you can be grateful for, and if you cling to that, then that helps you to uh, replenish the resources to actually move forward. And then that forward action that you're going to do to take on those um, uh, tackle those problems that are causing that worry, you're going to have more energy for that as well. So you're going to combine the techniques around slow breathing, uh, the slow exhale, uh, that sighing reflex. So we take a double inhale and uh, a long exhale through the mouth and then getting to grips with the situations you can control and what you can't control doing away with what you can't control and putting your state of mind and action only on the things you can control and putting in a solid gratitude practice as well so that you're actually content with the here and now which will help you move forward and help you allay some of that worry Bam, bam. Pow, pow, sorry, pow, pow, <laughs> bam, bam, pow, pow, all of it, man. It's just, but um, yeah, well, basically, again, um, uh, Pratiga, it comes down to aligning yourself. You know, it's like what is most important to you, because every time you do that, it feels you feeling less worried because you're acting in a manner which you are most, uh, most happy about. It's not easy, again, because um, you know it requires making some decisions that are difficult, but um, you know it's much better than being in a state of worry, let's put it that way, and constant worry. So you know, get yourself aligned with what is really important to you. Um, get yourself um, and actively aligned as well. So you might know what that is already. And uh, so then just start acting out on it. You know, that's that's it's, it's as simple as that, basically. And, um, and really take time out for yourself as well. Like figure out those things that you really love to do. So don't just keep engaging in things that are constantly trying to move you forward as well in the sense that you're always trying to tackle the problem because you do need a little bit of time away from that as well where like you know I'll give an example for myself where I was working on like my my online programming and everything like that I spent a day doing it and I was thinking you know what I set up some time to go to the park with my flatmate to um, literally play catch And uh, just to get out the house. But I was like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't do this. You know, I've got all this stuff to do. But then we got to the park. We started throwing a ball around. It completely changed my focus. And uh, I didn't even think about anything else that I needed to do because what this was doing was activating different parts of my brain. I was working my hand-eye coordination. I was running around. I was getting fit without even thinking about it and uh, my focus was entirely on doing this thing and having fun and i came away from that being like you know what i really needed that you know i needed to get out of looking at my computer i needed to open up and look at the sky basically i needed to chase this ball down i needed to work on my hand-eye coordination because it opened up my visual uh, spatial awareness all that kind of stuff and uh, i felt great and i felt more replenished to actually go back and do more work so um do things that really bring you that joy and that you that, that are important to you, which are not just about solving problems all the time. Mm.
1: So, really comprehensive answer, man. Practical things to do, mm. mental things to focus on. I uh, hope that hope that really really helps because because yep. I can see the the implications that a lot of that stuff will have. Um, yeah, that's really good, really great, man.
0: Awesome, man. No, I hope yeah, I really hope that helps. And um, I know you got a shoot now, right?
1: Yeah, we can. We can do. We can do one or two more. I think like yep. one or two okay. uh, quick questions. We can fire those off, and then uh, yeah, it sounds good. Unfortunately, 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 it's going to be a slightly shorter podcast this week.
0: Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Yeah. Some people be like, "Oh, thank God, man, shut the fuck yeah. up." <laughs> 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 These guys can talk. Right. Yeah, can. exactly. You can't. You can't hold us. Can't stop. Won't stop. Uh-uh. <laughs> we didn't have oh, places bro. to be. We go on for seven hours, <laughs> <laughs> and we wouldn't split the podcast up despite you guys (laughs)
1: just big ones big ones let's go (laughs) exactly all right
0: so my housemate Matt listened to the last podcast where you know we were talking about your your takeaways from ramadan and um Mm. and some of the things he noticed uh where's his question uh so yeah it was about ramadan removing distractions for you and helped you be more present in your day-to-day life and then uh in a way he saw it as an opposition to that you say you see food as fuel so you can keep your focus and work towards your goals. So his image of somebody who sees food as fu- food as fuel is someone who just doesn't appreciate it, is just guzzling it because it's like, you know, I just need this because I need my macros and uh, I'm just going to crack on and I have zero appreciation for food. So when it comes to, you know, being more present in your day-to-day versus uh, keeping your focus, your eye on the prize, um, do you see that there's a trade-off between seeing food as food as fuel and being present in your day-to-day life you know, for uh, keeping on the prize and staying in the present. I hope that makes sense. I think I kind of mangled the question.
1: No, I got you. I was following. I was following. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense, man. That makes sense. I think the first thing I'm going to do is I've got to readjust Matt's uh, approach there with, with food as fuel is not mm-hmm. necessarily um, me seeing it as a burden or a chore or anything. It, it's like, I need that fuel. You know I mean, I, I desperately need that fuel to, to kind of move me forward. So I'm entirely grateful in the moment to to get that go juice to kind of be like, okay, now we need to we can we can go and crack on. And when it's go juice plus aligned aligned go juice, then I'm like, okay, this is even better. You know what I mean? That that's where uh, that replenishment gives me so much more, so so mm. much more toward the goal. So that's how I'm kind of using i'm using the food as the right fuel and i realise that with the right fuel the same way with as as is as awareness is the right fuel for life as alignment is the right fuel for life and as action is the right fuel for life um i'm i'm extremely happy in the moment that i've I've gone through those uh those reps with with that food and in in that thought process because i know it's going to move me forward you know what i mean that that's the that's the thought i have around food and i think with Ramzan kind of raising my awareness around food. Um, and now I'm in a position where I'm back to eating again most days and like in a second I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go over, over my fast. Um, it's you just you gain appreciation for this comrade that's mm. kind of on the journey with you. Like it's like it's like that 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 traveler analogy I used earlier. The food, the right food, the right comrade is gonna help you get there in a much healthier way, whereas the wrong one will, will kind of, it's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be off, you're going to be off your, off your path in so many ways. Um, mm. So I, I feel like that's the, if I can frame it correctly this time, that's the way I actually do see food. is, is this some kind of, it's, it's a helper. It gets me where I need to be. And uh, it's a valuable value. I, kind of, I don't want to devalue by calling it a helper. Like it, it's, it's integral to me uh, mm. achieving what I want to achieve. So my frame of it is not, um anything negative or anything kind of like blase it's that this is integral for me to move forward and achieve my goals and I think any, any kind of professional athlete you see um I'm trying to align myself with that I want to be that you know what I mean that's then there there is there's very regimented in terms of then and really I've got to see the opportunity and seeing this food as the thing that's helping me move forward in the moment so I need to be thankful for that food um, for moving me forward. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to deviate off the path too much. I want to keep on my mission and uh, this food is helping me do that. So in that way, it's like I'm, I'm bringing the two together to use mm-hmm. the food, use the fuel food to move me forward towards the goal. Like we're, we're not kind of, there's no diverging path here. It's just one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's like kind of, everything is moving me that one direction. So, so uh, yeah, I hope that kind of uh, summarizes and answers the question in that sense. I, I'll use what, what, May have been may have been wrongly framed as a as an obstacle as a, as an opportunity. Uh, I'll mm. see how, if I kind of, if I see it how I've explained it, just it just helps me further push forward.
0: Yeah, yeah cool. No, because it's just that idea of um, somebody who just sees food as fuel, and that just means they didn't appreciate it. In the moment, mm, they can't mm. uh, sit and appreciate, you know, the texture, the taste, uh, what it's doing for you. You're just seeing it as a means to an end. But no, you're not like that. You're like, I appreciate my food. I sit with it. I, I'm present with it, and it's um, and I appreciate it because it's also helping drive me forward. So it's in line with my forward action.
1: Million percent. million yeah. percent. Hundred percent. That's a great question because mm. it's just raising my own awareness around my own food and mm. that's an integral part i think a lot of people just i thought people do see few food as my 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 fuel light is on let me put a little bit of anything in my tank to get me through the next mm. couple of hours and really that that's that's kind of seeing food as fuel you know what i mean whereas mm. what i'm doing is like i need this to make me perform for my clients i need to make me perform for my study i need to make, make me perform for my workout i need to make me perform for my for my competition you know what i mean like that's that's the that's the impetus i place on food so in that in that setting it's very very important there's, there's no way i'm mm. looking at it as a uh, as a chore or as anything lesser than what it is
0: mm. for sure no less mm. legit and yeah that's it that's and at the end of the day i mean like yeah, that's the science of achieving goals as well like in a nutshell is you've got to be able to appreciate what you have in the moment and uh, you, you also got to be able to keep your focus on um your forward movement and you want to be able to combine the two and therefore you know that allows you to feed the forward movement as well in the sense that um you're rewarding that forward movement process you've got to be able to reward that forward movement process and if you don't then uh, you're going to have a tough time trying to reach where you want to be because you know you just don't feel good about the process we got that in as well process
1: process process
0: (laughs) that's it (laughs) Love it, Great. we're gonna leave uh we got several other questions that came in but you got a jet so we'll we'll answer them next time for and, sure we'll uh, definitely get to those yeah they were the legit questions there. extremely thought-provoking questions it's uh you know who would win a fight between umar and a gorilla and <laughs> I, I want a, i want the answer to that we're Obviously
1: gonna have to I, I got i got the i got the answer here we put up we put an instagram poll out and you vote you, vote. Yeah. you tell me what you think. I can take a gorilla. Let's go. Yeah. Let's set it up.
0: We've got to get that picture of your back against a picture of a gorilla. And then we're going to be like, how can a gorilla beat a mountain? How can <laughs> beat a mountain? So it's like, man. That was Kong, epic. King Kong vs. Godzilla 1. We're going to exactly. do
1: it before it happens at the big screen. We're going to do it. Yeah. Evolve, <laughs> Achieve, Evolve Achieve Thrive Podcast. We're going to have our first pay per view event.
0: <laughs> we got a preview of Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> Umar the <fighting a> gorilla. <laughs> we're we gonna have to do, people, you need to go on Umar's Instagram profile, Umar Malik ninety one underscore ninety one, and you uh, put up a picture recently of his back, and that's just basically that's what you see is hard work, and what you see <laughs> is a mountain range is like <laughs> greater than the Andes. Yeah, there's there's many peaks. It just it just looks crazy. You gotta check that shit out.
1: I appreciate I appreciate the praise, man. I appreciate the praise. Hello, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, hello, rose, hello, rose, yeah. all the rose,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all the rose, every kind of rose there is. So I'm talking about hype, man. Hype man for the right kind of thing.
1: <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. That's nice, it. nice.
0: I'll let you go. That was uh, sick. It was wicked talking to you as always, and. Always, uh, people we hope you got a lot of value out of it as well reach out to us uh instagram's a good place i'm at g sandu coach g-s-a-n-d-h-u coach c-o-a-c-h umar you are at
1: i'm at omar malik u-m-a-r-m-a-l-i-k underscore 91
0: yeah check us out reach reach out to us Uh, tell us what you think of the podcast um we're psyched to hear your thoughts um constructive good and uh good or negative whatever you want to however you want to put it to us and uh, yeah put us put us your questions you know um the more you ask uh, the more we gain our conversation and more everybody else gains as well so till next time thanks guys
1: it's been really Appreciate good that was a great that was another great one short one but hopefully you guys got value uh, oh, I, sure. know I
0: definitely did yeah man Chow that down at one yes yes <laughs>